you know, I think a lot of influencers or whatever out there will tell you, like, in order to live an inspired life or to, like, be happy or to see the world or whatever, you have to quit your job and, like, buy a van and sell all your stuff and be a digital nomad. And I don't think that's true. I think you can be a corporate woman and, like, be wildly successful um, and also, like, be a weekend warrior. Hello, hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Star Heart Podcast. I am super excited for today's episode. Today, I am talking with one of my friends, Rachel Miller, who is a self-proclaimed amateur adventurer. I love that name. It's so fun. Um, She's from Idaho, and we are talking about something that I feel like is a very important thing to talk about and to bring to the table to you guys especially in this world where we can't travel very far still where we can't travel for longer uh, for long periods of time like some of us normally would so we talk about we kind of touch on spontaneous travel being spontaneous in our everyday lives as well and how that can bring us joy and adventure And then we also really dive into living an inspired life and talking about how you can still have a fun and enjoyable life even if you are working in the corporate world, even if you have a 9-to-5 job and if you, you don't have to be a nomad or a digital nomad to have fun and live a fun life live an inspired life so we talk about what that means and why it's important to to know that okay so many people think you need to have so much time to bring so much joy into your life to have adventures in your life but that's simply not true it's really honestly about your priorities your the way you schedule your time, the way you spend your time. So for example, maybe many of us on the weekends, we stay home and we maybe watch TV or just chill out for the weekend. But then we're like, I really wish I could go hiking or camping like you, like to one of your friends who does that often. Um, But then switching your mindset, knowing that you could, like you could leave either Friday night or Saturday morning, pack up your car and go camping two hours away. You can spend the weekend trying to tackle a summit or a hike that you've been wanting to try. And you can make time for those things that you want. And something... I realized we didn't talk about during the recording time, but we talked about before and after <laughs> um, that I wanted to bring up is that actually Rachel said said this to me was that even when you can't, I guess in a way, do your passions big scale every day, for example, like she said, she loves backpacking. Okay, obviously she can't go backpacking every day because she has work commitments and family and home commitments but um she's like i can small scale that so i make sure i go on a walk every day so kind of bringing those down so maybe if you right now if you're an actor obviously you can't 
being on stage right now but how can you bring acting into your life that's just a little example but there's so many examples and then also off the recording um we talk about we talked about bringing like more adventure into your everyday life like how can you start getting curious with everything like uh i listened i heard this somewhere else but like maybe finding ways to get out of your comfort zone daily whether that's taking a new way to get to work or doing something after work like going to the park maybe you usually wouldn't do that like just small things that you would think would just be easy those things like are uncomfortable um and finding the adventure and the curiosity in your everyday life so i feel like this is a very powerful episode and i can't wait for you guys to dive in and i hope you guys enjoy Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Starheart Podcast. Today, I am with Rachel Miller, who is a self-proclaimed amateur adventurer, and she is becoming an amazing life coach, and she is just doing some really amazing stuff. So I'm super excited to have Rachel here. Tell us about what she does, who she is, and where she's been. So welcome, Rachel. Thanks. Thanks for having me on your podcast. Of course. Um... Let's start off, where are you located in this beautiful world we live in at the moment? Yes, yeah. Um, I am in Boise, Idaho. I am born and raised in Idaho and a fifth generation Idahoan. Um, I'm originally from a little resort town that's like a ski town. Um, think of like, think of it like a mini Tahoe. Uh, yeah, and then I've kind of like be popped around all over the state and then some other places and now I'm in Boise. Awesome. Um, can you tell us a little bit about what it's like adventuring in Idaho? Because I've been to Idaho a bunch. I have family there, but where I go is like the south and it's not super fun there. So I always think of Idaho as a boring state, but I see all your pictures and they look amazing. So I'm like, where do you go that's amazing in Idaho that's not just flat farmland okay funny that you say that i have to be careful here because i my husband's family is all from like southeastern idaho and i always talk trash on them um (laughs) uh but actually so where's your family i didn't know you have family here by the way um so that's funny but um where's your family at here do you know yeah they're in um Idaho Falls. Yeah. Okay. That's where, that's where my husband's family is too. Oh, um, yeah. Although I will say that Idaho Falls is super close to the Tetons and like you have access mm-hmm. to um, Wyoming, Utah. So, I mean, there is beauty down there, but no, I am. Um, yeah. I live in Boise now. So Boise is kind of awesome because it's everything, right? Like it's a city that's great for like a young person to be living it's good for like a career, but I have, I live three blocks from the foothills here. So I can literally walk or ride to mountain biking trails. Um, mm. We have a perfect four season. So we have a ski resort also on that same road. Um, yeah, but where I'm from is two hours north of here, which like I said, is like a little mini Tahoe. 
And then anyone who's spent any time in Northern Idaho knows that it is gorgeous. It's like, I don't know, kind of like a mix of Wyoming, Montana, Oregon, and Canada, but mm. way more remote because there's only one road and it's a two lane highway that gets you from like Boise to Northern Idaho. So mm -hmm. um, yeah, tons of forests and trails and skiing and biking and hiking, rivers, lakes, hot springs. Mm-hmm. We have the most BLM land out of any state, um, public land. So uh, yeah, tons of recreating to do here. Hey, good to know, because that means I'll have to explore Idaho a bit more. Yeah, you'll have to come visit me. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Awesome. Okay, now tell us about a little bit more about what you're doing now and who you are. Yeah, okay. Um, so I honestly don't even remember how you and I found each other, but I think we're doing a lot of um, kind of the same things to have the same mindset about travel um, and environmentalism. And um, yeah, so I am a, in my day, day job, I am a sales and marketing manager for a local solar company. And then I have all the side hustles. So I am the founder and editor of Outdoor Idaho Magazine. Um, I have kind of like a lifestyle brand called The Go Gal. And yeah, I do some freelance digital marketing, so. Cool. Um, and then I know that you just got done with an epic 30-day challenge called Dare to Do. Can you tell us a bit about that and where that is heading and kind of the purpose behind that? Yeah. So the Dare to Do challenge was like actually quite random. Um, I have been doing a ton of like self-exploration and trying to figure out like really what it is that I want out of this world. Um, and one thing that I knew was that for the last seven years, I have been on a path to like success, right? Um, I like, went to college, got two degrees, got the job, got the next job, the internships, all the things. Um, and like, that's great. I got married. I just got married this year. So that's really exciting. Um, we're like gonna buy a house. It all is awesome. But I realized that pretty much everything I do is like either to get ahead or be a good employee or be a good wife or be a good dog mom or be whatever these roles I play in like other people's lives kind of everything that I do has a motive. Um, and so I decided to kind of sit back and be like, what is it that I want to do that has no motive? Like, I just want to do it because it brings me pure joy. And I have been wanting to have like an epic ski season for years, but I have been putting off this big goal I have because I was like, oh, I got to spend some in law school. So I need to um, maintain the house and I need to do this and I need to stay longer at work and all these things. And I realized that like never in my life am I going to have endless time unless I'm old and retired. And at that point, I won't want to do this. But um, I was like, never is going to, there's never going to be a moment where I have tons of time and I am able to focus on myself. So I decided to carve that into my life and 
do something that was just for me. So my big goal is to see a hundred days this ski season while also doing all those other things. So anyways, um, that was what my big goal was, but I realized that that's probably something that a lot of women go through, right? Is kind of doing things because they're expected to, or to help others or to be a mom or to be a good employee or to get ahead or whatever. And it's like, I think that we don't mindfully think about self-care often. Um, so it was, I challenged my audience to like take on a big goal themselves. Um, and then we spent 30 days dreaming, daring, doing, declaring. So basically for 30 days, I had the gals who joined the challenge. There were 470 women who did this with me, which was amazing. Wow. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we basically just took really easy, practical steps every single day so that at the end of the 30 days, um, they would be set up to pull the trigger on their dream, whatever their dream was. Mm -hmm. So we just finished yesterday. Oh, that's amazing. And kind of going off of that, why do you think it's important to like start planning and creating and living our dreams now rather than like in the future when we're retired? Oh, well, I don't know. I just feel like if you're always, well, I think one part is that if you have something to look forward to, if you have, you know, a lot of these goals were big goals that would happen like once a year or something like for me, well, it's being a hundred days is more than once a year, but you know, big goals that you would only do every once in a while, but the mindset you can incorporate into your day-to-day -day life and it makes life worth living, right? Like when you die, you, if you don't do these things, you're going to be like, I worked and I did all the things and I have the house and I have the money, but like what experiences do you have? Right? Like, I think it all comes down to experience. Um, so I think from, yeah, like kind of for me, that's the purpose of life, but also I think it's good for your body and your soul to kind of exercise your brain and challenge yourself and grow. Um, and if you wait till you're retired, like I'm going to be too old to ski a hundred days. <laughs> I have the energy now, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And then I know you talk a lot about kind of like living and creating like your inspired, like living an inspired life. Can you talk a bit more about, what that means to you yeah um so it's kind of those same things for me that usually means adventure right mm -hmm. um outdoor recreation travel um but basically it's embracing spontaneity um and doing things that feel kind of wild and i think that there are a lot of women out there who and I'm one of them, by the way, um, who really like schedules and patterns and routines. Um, but that, that living an inspired life, embracing the thought that you might fail, um, doing things that are wild and spontaneous, even though they might go all wrong, um, that that's what's important because never do I look back on my life and think about look back on my life like I'm a million years old but no really like anything that I ever remember is like that was epic never did it go perfectly right 
So it's really like embracing your fears, taking them on and just doing them. And it's probably not going to be perfect. And that's why it's good, right? Mm-hmm. It's like this saying, like, do it before you're ready. Do it scared. Do it before you even know what you're doing. Because if you don't even start, then like you will look back and it's like, why didn't I do that? Or why didn't I live the life I dreamed of when I could have by now? Right. And even if you are like, oh, I'm going to plan to do it and I'm going to get epically prepared, like, I definitely think that it is a um, acquired skill to go all into something um, that you can start by, like, doing something like the Dare to Do Challenge, like a 30-day prep. Um, but eventually, you'll get used to just throwing yourself out there. Mm -hmm. um, but if you are super well prepared, I gen generally feel like you're more disappointed, right? Because if you have all these expectations about how something is going to go, a trip, um, I don't know, a race, a hobby, and then it doesn't happen the way you perfectly envisioned it, you'll be disappointed. Whereas if you just go for it, it's going to be fun and epic no matter what. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. I've talked to some people before about kind of how like setting or having expectations for like an experience or something like that can be like harmful because if it's not exactly the same, then like, like what you just said, it's going to be, it's not going to, you're not going to get from what you could have done if you really just like embraced it as how it can, how your adventure or your life or whatever you're doing just appears and comes to you. Right. Mm-hmm. I kind of want to talk about that in the framework of travel for a minute, if you don't mind. Yeah, for sure. Um, because I think that's like what your audience is hugely here for, right? But mm -hmm. I, I don't know. I think it was really kind of like, I, like I said, I'm a type A scheduled person. Like this has taken some growing into, but it was really when I met my husband, who is the opposite of that. He's <laughs> frazzled beyond belief but um it, it's been amazing for me like we balance each other out in that way but we started traveling and really kind of doing things in a spontaneous way through travel and we do it more and more spontaneous now it started out um kind of the mindset though is always like it doesn't matter we'll go so it started out when we were in college like literally being fine driving 10 hours in a car for one hike that's going to be epic right so part of it is like being willing to be uncomfortable mm -hmm. um but then it started becoming more like big travel trips so this last year we uh booked a we googled cheapest flights to anywhere <laughs> and it was christmas day and we booked the cheapest flight to anywhere on christmas day and oh went for a three-day trip to Merida, Mexico. Oh my gosh, I love Merida. I went there like when I was eight. Oh my gosh, yeah. So, um, I loved it there. It was a really amazing experience. I had only ever been to like resorty kind of places in Mexico, and so it was really mm -hmm. cool to be in like a city. We stayed in an old hacienda. So. That's amazing. And then, like, how did that spontaneity, like, kind of make you feel, like, put different things in perspective? Well, I mean, on the trip itself, like, it's 
fun because you end up staying in like quirky places and you meet cool people and um, I don't know, it just feels a little bit wild, but outside of the trip, you know, our friends all the time are like, you guys are so cool. We wish we could be like you, like we wish that we were, and it's, you literally can. It's not like we've spent a bunch of money or planned this years in advance. Like we literally went for two days. Like everyone has a two day weekend. You can go anywhere if you're willing to do it. Mm -hmm. I mean, like we took red eyes and <laughs> it's a little bit uncomfortable, but that's the fun of it. Mm -hmm. Which kind of like leads into the next thing I think we're going to talk about is like, because so many people do like see like people like you and some like me like going on adventures on the weekend and not like seeing the day-to-day -day life of us they just see what we like share on social media mm -hmm. they're like I wish I could travel like you I wish I could hike and see these amazing places like you um like what do you say to those people who come to you and say that yeah um kind of like what I just said, right, is like you have to be willing to be a little bit uncomfortable mm -hmm. um, and do be willing to go on a long car ride. Like um, we planned a camping trip with some friends a while back and we had it already. We were about to go and they're like, oh, that's a two hour drive each way. And I'm like, two hours? Like that's the closest I could get us in the middle of February, <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. without being snowed on. Um, and they're like, yeah, too far. And they bailed. And I am, yeah, just like unwilling to be sitting in a car or whatever, you know, unwilling to get a little bit uncomfortable. And so I'd say, number one, you have to be willing to get a little bit uncomfortable. Number two, you have to plan your time and your money and your energy wisely. So like at the beginning of the year, I look at my vacation time and I will literally like dedicate it. I'm not saying go to work sick, but I'm also saying like, don't take a day off of work just because you're hungover or something, you know. Um, <laughs> I think being scrappy and creative is a big part of it. Um, so, Susan and I went to New Zealand for three, two and a half weeks a few years ago. And at the time, Stetson was a student and I was making $24,000 a year. We had house and our life and our student loans and whatever um so but we really wanted to go to New Zealand so a friend gave us a mini fridge um he was like moving out of town and he's like I don't want this do you guys want it and we were like yeah um we took it we sold it for $60 like on Facebook marketplace and then we took that $60 and we went to this auction in town um it's basically like a giant potato seller um, where people take stuff that doesn't sell at yard sales or estate sales or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, and they start, it's every Saturday, they start at 10 in the morning and they go till everything is sold. So sometimes it'll go till three in the morning. Well, we went every Saturday for a year. We took that $60 and we bought basically garbage. Um, the bidding started at $2. So we would buy things like worth no more than five dollars and then we would resell them on facebook marketplace for like twenty dollars and we did that for an entire year and that's how we paid for our new zealand trip so i think it's like be willing to be uncomfortable be willing to be scrappy about money and time <laughs> mm -hmm. and getting resourceful like knowing that if you want something to happen you can make it happen 
no matter like what the money situation is like go for it if you really want it then you're gonna make it happen you have to yeah otherwise you just get stuck in this like hamster wheel right mm-hmm yeah I just want to like I know we keep talking about this but I just want to reiterate like you can have like the life that you want you just got to make the time and the effort to create it right yeah, and I think that it's not as easy as people think, right? Um, like, we literally spent every Saturday for a year at an auction. Um, <laughs> but if you're willing to put in the effort, you can literally do anything. And I think that transcends this conversation that is about life and career and dreams and aspirations in general, right? Like, if you're willing mm -hmm. to put in the energy and the effort, you can have anything. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, do you have any like tips or any other inspirational stories to like get people going like how they can start living an inspired life and reach their goals? Yeah, I, I have some pretty practical tips that are more about like a day to day life. Mm -hmm. um, so for instance, I block my calendar um, for every minute of every day of what I'm going to do in those minutes. And I have this, if you talk to any of my friends or any of my team, they'd be like, she's crazy. She has a million spreadsheets and Trello boards and all this stuff. But being able to block my time and make tasks time oriented, um, and being hyper organized in that sense makes it so that when I am not at work and when I am adventuring, I don't have to worry about that stuff. You know, I, I talk to people all the time who are like, well, I can't take work off because I'm so busy. And you can set up automations. You can, you know, get really crafty about how to be more efficient so that you can be more adventurous. Um, that's a really like practical tip, I'm trying to think. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think like more than anything, it's a mindset, right? Like you just have to be willing to try. Um, so, yeah. Mm -hmm. Like you got to be willing to get uncomfortable. You got to be willing to start somewhere. Yeah. I think um, also being like flexible, right? So that Mexico trip, it's Googling flights to anywhere um <laughs> staying in places that you may not necessarily like if you're gonna go to a big resort or something you know we stay in hostels when we went to New Zealand we stayed in a van for two and a half weeks oh, and that's we, I think we went to one hostel to show <laughs> <laughs> but yeah I think yeah resourceful being willing to be uncomfortable doing things that are out of your comfort zone for sure. Mm -hmm. um, I think asking for help and advice, like a lot of my, I don't know, we reached out to people we knew who had been to New Zealand or, um, you know, if we're gonna go do a new trail or something, like getting the beta on it so that you feel more prepared even if you're not. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, those are kind of my tips. Perfect. Awesome. Do you have anything else you would like to say before we close up? I don't think so. Just I um, so appreciate you having me on and I hope to learn so much more from you about being a little bit more like conscious about how I travel and um, yeah, I just love 
working with you. So this has been awesome. Thanks for letting me come on and share my tidbits of advice on basically how to be a hot mess like me. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's like, it's so great because like, it just brings everything like back into like, like you relate to so many people and that's like the key to relate to people. Yeah, I think that I didn't emphasize this enough during like throughout this, but really my kind of mojo is that you don't have to be like yes 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 go be that weekend warrior i am asking you what are you guys doing to bring more adventure into your life how are you guys living a more inspired life daily awesome thank you so much rachel for joining me on this episode on this podcast and everybody definitely go give Rachel a follow. She, follow. Um, she is sharing amazing photos of where she lives in Idaho, which if which in the episode you heard, I was like, what? Idaho is beautiful. But yes, it is. Um, ha ha ha. <laughs> um, and she is starting her own coaching business and she's such an amazing person to know and work with and she is helping a lot of women like learning that they can live the life that they want which i think is very needed and special so definitely go give her a follow go connect with her i'll share her details with you in the description and then okay this is going to be the last episode of season one i can't believe i'm already at 10 episodes thank you for everybody who supported this podcast so far it's been super fun talking to everybody um if you've been liking it if you've liked this episode if you've, if you've liked past episodes please go rate and review it i appreciate that so much i have started recording the second season of the Starheart podcast, which is either going to come out in December or the beginning of the new year. I really want to, I'm, I'm, I'm really excited. I've already started recording new episodes and they're just super epic. So stay tuned for that. Um, might do little updates here and there, but I feel like this is a really good time to kind of pause and almost kind of reshape the podcast a little bit. I feel like I'll explain that in the beginning of the second season, but definitely stay tuned for that. I'm super excited and I'll let you all know when that is happening again. And then for regular and daily updates on what I have been creating and working on, definitely go follow me on Instagram. Um, I have recently changed my Instagram handle to at star.heart.traveler. So give, go give me a follow there. Go say hi with, um, on there to me. And yeah, I'm, I've been very active on there. It's been fun and lots of great things are happening. So until next time, my stars, keep remembering to keep on shining. Bye.